Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. We Are Calvin podcast. Because Cavan's not just a place, it's a people. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the McAvoy Super Value GA podcast, and we are Cavan. On today's show, we're going to be looking ahead to uh, the penultimate round, or is it the ultimate round, of the Under-21 uh, Championships. I think it's the last group stages, isn't it? Last round of the group, yeah. Yeah, so uh, we're looking ahead to the games this weekend in, in the McAvoy Super Value Under-20 Championship. We're also going to be looking ahead to Den Camogues, who are in the All-Ireland Junior B final. Uh, Paul caught up with Mark McEntee, the Den uh, manager, uh, so we'll be hearing from him. Um, we'll be discussing transfers, so we will, Paul, you'll be delighted to hear, uh, both in players and in, in managers, because the, the merry-go-round is in full swing. Uh, we'll just be briefly mentioning, I suppose, we'll, now's as good a time as any to mention Killigary ladies. The minors reached the Ulster final uh, with a convincing win over Ergil Kieran at the weekend. That was That's really good to see a Cavan team in an Ulster final. Yeah, well, they were in the final of last year, um, but that was four Cavan clubs combined. Yeah, Lockouter. Yeah, Lockouter. I think it was four clubs in that. So, so Kilgarry, um, but there were four clubs, and certainly there were four clubs in it this year, because I think there were there was a lot of talk that they would, they'd go on and win also this uh, year. That, I think Tremaine joined in this year, mm, yeah. whereas it was only Kilishandra or Cornerfane last year, was it? Yeah, so you had four this year. So for for one team, Kilgarry to beat them in the county final, and, and then on, beat the Donegal champions away. Yeah, the Donegal ladies football is very strong. Beat. Ergil Cairn at home at home yeah, and into those final now it's brilliant really yeah. a great achievement we'll be doing a full preview of that game next week they're, they're um, bound to be favourites if you've beaten the Donegal champions away and beaten the Tyrone champions Monaghan are probably going to be strong but I I don't know who Cavan are playing Kilgarry are playing but well, they're going to be favourites it's in Inishkeen so I presume it's not Monaghan team anyway I, I think for some reason I have our man in my head we'll, we'll, we'll get all this for next week um, but yeah you'd imagine they probably will go in as favourites now I know it's a young team. I think they've only one or two players that are over his next year. Um, they were expecting next year to be that they'd give Ulster a good run if they got there. Um, but to get there a year ahead of time shows great work being done. But as I say, we will we'll delve into that on next week's podcast anyway because it deserves a, a huge amount of attention. Um, we'll also be looking um, on to, and we might as well jump into this one now as well, the Cavan are taking on Monaghan in a challenge match. Um, well, it's a charity match in Clonus, St. Chernox Park, on uh, December 1st. And um, it seems like Mickey Graham's going to use it as a trial for lads to, to come in and get a look at lads to, in the Cavan jersey, oh, which is a good idea. idea. Yeah, good idea, yeah. It'll be, there was a rumour about it, though. Apparently, Banty and Mickey Graham were going to tug out and mark each other. <laughs> I, I, I'm backing Mickey Graham on that one <laughs> Ah Jesus Three goals at least Mickey Graham was a different class of footballer to, to the Banty Was Banty ever a footballer? <laughs> He'll kill us Yeah I, you No know, he did play I think they all, all all the McNanny's played but uh, if, he's if he's listening uh, maybe he'll get in touch but yeah. uh, Mickey Graham, the, the well, only Mickey thing, Graham was good The only thing that I have in Banty's favour is that 
he, he could be a ruthless little fecker. I'd, I'd imagine, you know, there'd be a lot of pulling jerseys. He, he, he could, he could swing an elbow or something. Mickey'd want to be, you know, quick on his feet to avoid the banty. Because <laughs> I reckon, I reckon he'll not just like being bet. And, and, and after the first goal goes in by Mickey Graham, Banty's gonna, gonna figure out right. I'm gonna have to do something different here. Or a stick will come out or something. Yeah, or a sweeper. <laughs> or a sweeper. Yeah. He'll, he'll, he'll retreat the whole Monaghan team right back. Right, boys, protect me, protect me. Yeah. Should be a really good game. Good. Like it's. It's always great to see, I suppose, talent getting an opportunity and he's calling lads for a trial. So we're going to look at lads who probably played well in the club championship in a calf and jersey. I'd imagine Monaghan are going to do something similar. So it'll be really good to see who stands out there. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a good idea. It's a good, it's a good uh, way to use it. Yeah. Um, people will be intrigued that time of year. People are mad to go and see a bit of football. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and maybe maybe even a few are mad to go and play a bit of football but we need to increase that number yeah. <laughs> um, the, the county panel itself I suppose a good few people are, have been in contact asking you know wh- who's in who's out what what are we hearing there's been nothing officially released as yet um, but some of the names that I've heard are in that weren't in are um, Cormac O'Reilly's in from Mullahorn um, Brian McGee is back in from Coo Hollands. Paul Kilcrease is back in from Lavi. Um, for me, the two of them definitely deserve to be on the panel. The disappointing thing is that they weren't on it last year. You know, they were there for two years, I think two years, and then missed a year and are back in again. Now, knowing the two lads, they'll have looked after themselves exceptionally well. You know, they're 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 not into abusing themselves in any way. So. I'd imagine they're they're still in good shape, but it'd be amazing to see how they'd be at year four of of their development instead of year three when they're when they had a gap year. Yeah, um, I didn't see much of Lavi this year, so I couldn't. I don't know how Paul Gilchrist played. He must have played well, but I know Brian. I, as it turned out, I saw five games of Cullen's in the championship. Brian McGee was exceptional. Um, looked like he's looked like he's really come on. Over the year, maybe he didn't no harm to be out of county football for a year. Hmm, maybe um, so. He was thrown in the deep end when Medina was there, and he was on a he was on a going in midfield, and and he sometimes the crowd were getting on his back and things like that. But I thought I thought that he he has looked to be really really good. He was one of the best midfielders I saw in the club championships last year. Hmm. Wasn't it interesting actually? We were, we were I don't know who I was discussing this with, but it, throughout the league, uh, twenty seventeen. Sorry, 2018, throughout the league, Brian McGee was in all the time. And there was, as you said, supporters were getting on his back sometimes. But in the league final then, against Roscommon, I thought he was having a great game. And then he was whipped off. Yeah. I thought that was his best performance. And, and, but and Matty Medina's use of subs was mental. Like, <laughs> it the, was a little... That was crazy. Was left there was games where he was taking off three players in the first half and then run out of subs. and It was just... He, Crazy stuff. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about that year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, Evan Dowie is in as well. I'm hearing um, who you couldn't argue with. Like class throughout the championship. Yeah, absolutely brilliant, brilliant. Looked um, looked caught above definitely um, in all the games I saw him. Have you any other panel news? There's people that aren't going in. I'm hearing rumours, so I mightn't mention any of them in case it's not true. But lads being asked and not going in. Yeah, we're back. To, we're, I'm hearing that we're back to. Where we were a few years ago, unfortunately, where players are, I don't know, would you say turning their nose up at playing, at wearing a calf and jersey, but they're not interested, which is a bad sign. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a bad sign of the ambition that's out there among club players. 
and it's a bad sign of of uh, how the county team's prospects are viewed by, oh, pers- by yeah. dub players. Like this, if, you know, if Jim Gavin was to arrive in tomorrow and take over Cavan, and there was a massive buzz, and suddenly Cavan were being fancied to win stuff, nobody would turn it down. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that it's a fault of Mickey Graham's, um, but I'm just saying that that the players obviously these lads that are turning it down don't believe that that they're going to win anything if they play with Cavan. So yeah. that's, that's unfortunate. It, 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 I, I think you're right, but the real unfortunate thing is that, and while you know your your example of Jim Gavin is is probably hitting the nail exactly on the head, Jim Gavin probably still wouldn't win anything with them because they haven't been there long enough. You know, it might take three years for Jim Gavin to do something, and and he'd need all players to commit for three years, and that's we're not getting that consistently in Cavan. We're getting lads that will go in and do a year, like we're I was saying on the on the uh, Diehards podcast over on Patreon.com forward slash We Are Cavan for the under twenty ones. We're doing the blast from the past of the under twenty ones of two thousand and eleven. Too many of them went in for a year, two years, missed a year, or didn't didn't commit at all, or you know. You have to be consistently there for years. I, I always bring it back to Bernard Brogan, five years on the panel, you know, before he nailed down the yeah, starting place. That's five it. Five years. Like, that that was the big difference between Cavan and Monaghan, um, yeah. that their players stuck with it. You know, I remember digging out the stats at the time between twenty, between twenty thirteen and and twenty eighteen. I think it was they had like nineteen of the twenty one that played against Cavan, something like that, something yeah. mad. Whereas we had only a handful of them, but. You think they'd be mad to go and play with Cavan? It's a great social scene. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is, yeah. You think? Yeah, I, I tell you what, I'd be mad to go and play with Cavan. I'd love to. I'd not, give me a call, Mickey. <laughs> I'd go into pre-season, pre-season, pre-season training. <laughs> Get me ready for the 2022 campaign at the age of 45. Um, yeah, so look, we'll, we'll, we'll try and find out a bit more about the, the Cavan panel. It'd be, nice, it'd be nice if Cavan came out and named the panel. Yeah. they've stopped doing that a few years ago all this secrecy cloak and daggers the worst thing you could do is name your panel I actually think I remember discussing this with people on the management team before a few years back you're making a statement when you're coming out saying this is our 40 this is who's on the panel yes like, I completely agree that, what's the big secret they, they never name it they never prefer a mechanic cup because you have to but they never name it name it to hell name it and, and, and create a buzz about it Jeez, yeah. this is this is what we have. These are the people who are committing to Cavan for the year ahead, and those players then that are committing are getting a wee pat in the back. They walk around in Cavan Town or in Virginia, and so Jeez, a senior on the county panel. Well done, lad. Fair play to you. What's it like? What's training like? People are are automatically enthused by hmm. that person, and in turn, they're energized by the attention they're getting from it. I I don't understand not naming a panel, not naming. Even if you name sixty, Jesus, I hear you're in. They'll be cutting it down. Fair play, keep going, lad. You you might make it. Yeah, you know, I, I agree with you completely. I, I think they create the buzz about it because maybe that's some of the reason why players aren't going in anymore. There's not as much of a buzz about it. What's the point being number thirty five on the panel and no one even knows you're on it? Exactly. And and you're you're going around in the gear and probably if you're a new player, you're probably feeling sheepish going around saying you're in the county panel because your name's not appearing anywhere. Who are you like? Yeah, you're right. You're dead right. Put them out there and, and, and let us pat them on the back for going in and giving everything they can for, for Cavan jerseys. So, um, yeah. One and tracks of bombs and all. It's not just the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Body warmers. I love them body warmers. Um, you're you a fan do, of a body you warmer. You do one in here this morning. <laughs> yeah. He didn't don the, the, the wine body warmer today. No, I left the old BW at home this morning. <laughs> With a book launch later on. Um, 
the the uh, Cavan life through lens. Yeah. yeah, GA yeah. focused nostalgia overload. It's it, like sixty years of old photographs. So we're launching that in the library this morning. So be class. I couldn't wear my body armor, unfortunately. Or your flat cap. Yeah, we see it's on a bit of gel on the hair, so the cap like, they don't go well together. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it, it leaves you with a mad lick when when you put the flat cap over the gel yeah. hair. You don't you don't want the mad lick. No, no. Uh, Brady's Arva Limited, main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles, have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years. A family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. Den Camogues were in or won the All-Ireland semi-final um, after beating Clontibbert in the, in the Ulster final. They went on and beat... Uh, who did beat in the semi-final? To beat Cullion from Westmead, who yeah. are a good team because they were playing senior Camogie in Westmead four years ago, um, and it would be a solid, solid outfit. So, right. th- and um, now to take on the Mayo champions. Yeah, they're calling a breed Oga. Now, I, as far as I know, they're probably the best Camogie team in Mayo. I did a bit of research on them, so um, then are going to be up against how them. that works. I'm not a hundred percent sure how it works, but basically, what division you're your county champions go into depends on where your county team are at. So like like Nabreed Ogar, I think our senior champions in Mayo are definitely up there. Um, but their county team is obviously at a low level, so that's how they end up here. And it it doesn't hundred percent make sense to me, but this but is how Cavan it was explained don't to have me. A team or didn't didn't have a team, team yeah but, but then are the intermediate champions in Cavan. So the Cavan senior champions go into the junior, which was Crush Law. So okay. the, obviously the Cavan intermediate champions must go into a grade lower, which is junior B. Right. Okay. So that's that's my understanding of it. But it sounds like they're going to be up against it. But then I've done really well uh, to get this far. They're a really young team, the five under sixteens. That's we were ta- phenomenal. We were talking about it off air, like in, in with the lads, you're not allowed playing under seventeen, and here you are with the girls playing five under sixteens. And some of them very very good. Oh, some of them are exceptional. Among the best players on the team. Yeah. Um, um, their, their manager is is Mark McEntee, and you caught up with him last Sunday. At the start of this year, then at Camogie team have now won two trophies, County Championship and Ulster Championship. They're into the All-Ireland Final. Did you think at the start of the year, Mark, that there was a chance that this team could go on and win national honours? Well, um, look, they're a very young team. Uh, and we started off back last uh, January, February. Um, worked hard. Um, got a lot of pre-season done. Boxer size in the gym. Uh, worked hard Friday, Sunday mornings. So yeah, there was a good attitude and application from the players. Um, so yeah, there was kind of a knock-on effect from that. Uh, we gradu- gradually got together, uh, won a couple of matches. Basically, then we went into the uh, senior le- or the, se- uh, the summer league, uh, and then we got as far as the semi-final, uh, which was against Lara. We lost up in I think it was in Lavi. So that was a good performance. Lost by about six points. Uh, Lara went on then to contest the senior championship final. But then we, we, we got uh, into the Intermediate Championship. So Intermediate went well for us. Uh, we played against uh, Lacken. Won a match there with Lacken. Good hard match. And then we proceeded on to uh, basically play uh, Balignac. Now Balignac were always a good tough outfit. 
good seasoned hurlers, Josephine McGuire, uh, Ashton De Bun, uh, good good seasoned Camogie players. So we knew we were up against it over in Kushala. So eventually we won that game out, uh, and that's basically it. So we ended up winning the county championship, and uh, we proceeded on there then to uh, rocking and rolling to Ulster. So we were on the bandwagon then up to Nishkeen on a cold Tuesday night, uh, and basically uh, won a very tough game. Now uh, uh, that team, Count Hibbert, now they will be very seasoned. They were in last year's final. Uh, they were bet by Rathout, um, so we were really up against it. You know, ten minutes away from their home ground, we had to travel Tuesday night. Match I think was seven, eight o'clock. So yeah, we uh, we let in a few goals. Now <laughs> we let in five actually, uh, but we righted the wrong in the second half when we came out and I think we scored three fifteen or three sixteen, which is a tremendous score on a Tuesday cold night. And, and the girls are saying there that there were four points down at half time. So what, what message did you give them going out for the second half? Well, basically, just keep it simple. Keep it simple. Like I mean, if we hadn't let the goals in, you know, they had very little on the board. So we just, when we're trying to get the message through, we kind of have to repeat it, repeat it, repeat it, and they listen. Like you know, and you can see it when you look in their eyes. They're all shaking their heads positively. They're not negative. They're not looking at the floor. So we got a great response out of them in the second half. And uh, as a, it's a famous GAA terminology, driver on. So we certainly did in the second half. Yeah. So uh, very happy with that. Very happy with that. The girls went home. Uh, they had a, a, a bit of a few celebratory drinks in JP's bar, who's uh, one of our great sponsors. We also have uh, Anne Marie Gaffney as well, like you know, out in the catering. So, uh, yeah, that's basically how the Ulster Championship was won. So, we've, that was two cups, so we've won more cup we're looking after. And then, so you played Colin, same thing in the semi final. You had to go into the Lions' den, 10 minutes away from, from their home pitch, and probably in as underdogs again, and, but t- comprehensively, they deserved to win that game. Yeah, absolutely. Well, when people say comprehensively, like, you know, at the end of the day, it's all about work rate, attitude, application, and they're the the three A's I'm always going on about. Attitude, application, and attendance. And if you have the three of them together in abundance, you'll you'll, you'll make something, you know what I mean? So, like, at the end of the day, Cullion, they were a senior team four years ago in Westmead, uh, and a serious senior team, so we knew we were definitely up against it. Um, So we, we hurled well again in the first half, two dodgy goals like you know we had all the hurling done we were still a point down at half time turned it around and then just basically you know dogged it out like you know what I mean because these damp conditions you know as, as the year goes on it gets wetter and wetter the game slows up a bit so uh, we just we just had to we just had to drive around as we say and uh, lucky enough that we uh, got the win in the end so uh, all roads head to Athlete now t- uh, 2 o'clock Sunday week Okay, and uh, <clears throat> you got to look at this Mayo team. Um, you were telling me off air that you were impressed with what you saw with them. Yeah, if we think that we're going to go down and win an All Ireland handy, you never win one handy, and that is that is a fact. So uh, again, the work rate has to be massive from 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 the off. Uh, get a good start, you know, get a foot in the game, and try and control the game from there on. They're a very 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 hard working team. They're young like us. Uh, but basically, hopefully, uh, we will just uh, we will just get it right on the day. If we perform to the best of our abilities, we definitely have a chance of being in there. Yeah, so uh, games in at league on Sunday at two o'clock um, at league in Roscommon. Um, so it should be entertaining. We're we're doing updates on it on Northern Sound as well. So if people want to listen in, but ideally get over and support the girls, I suppose. Yeah, you'd expect to be a good crowd there. Um, the funny thing was the. They haven't been helped by the scheduling of games up to now. Like they played Clontibre down in Monaghan, they played Cullion down in Westmead. 
like they were practically home games for the opposition. Yeah. And so, um, at league is probably it's in worse common. It's not. You'd be glad to know there is a press box. Oh, thank God. But the, um, I don't this think this time it's, of year it's no Crow Park now. But as the year gets on, goes on. Thank God it's not Crow Park. This time of year you don't want to be in Crow Park. <laughs> yeah, it's cold. That's true. Press box. But uh, no, the best of luck to them. They're young, fast, fit team. They've put in a big effort and. Yeah. They should give a good account of themselves. And, and the team that had beaten the Ulster final was beaten in last year's All Ireland final. Yeah, by Retold. Yeah. So, so that, that suggests that they're not too far away. Like, yeah. Um, remember, Retold were exceptionally strong by all accounts. But like, they end up a few brilliant players. Like, the likes of Shanice Fitzsimons. She's a, she's a wonderful player. Um, she's done a lot of score, and her sister Hannah was player of the match in the Ulster final. And the three sisters on it. Yeah, there's Rebecca Fitzsimons as well. You've got Sophie Slowey, who's a joint captain. So that's a really good good talent on it. They've been leaking a few soft goals in games. So if they can cut that out, I think they're in with a good odd share. Yeah, well, best of luck to them anyway on on Sunday. And if you can head over to support them, great. And if you can't, tune into Northern Sound from two o'clock for updates on that. Um, the managerial merry-go-round continues at club level. Um, Sean Pearson has been confirmed as Drumalee manager for 2020 that's, uh, that's a, a bit of a coup for Drumalee really former senior winning manager in, in, in Leitrim yeah yeah that's good that's good for Drumalee um, then Gauna Jerry Cadden um, is in I don't know if I brought this last week to, to the listeners but Jerry Cadden is in and he has Fergal Harton as a selector and Damien Shorten um, former Longford County Senior is in with them as well, so that's a that's an interesting one. Jerry Cadden would have had, he'd have uh, well, his young lad would have played for Gowna, so he'd have been involved with teams coming up with Andrew Dewart and Connor Madden and that age group. So he'll know an awful lot of the Gowna lads and, and know their strengths and weaknesses. I think he actually was involved with was it a Gowna team or a, or a Southern Gaze team with Ushin Pearson and and Kean Madden that year as well. So. He'll, right. know, he'll know the ins and outs. The Garner aren't that far away. They, they, were, they were very disappointing what, against... 20 mile? <laughs> they were very disappointing against Rammer. Wasn't it Rammer that played? Yeah. yeah they were brutal yeah. that night. But they're, 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 again, a lot of their key players seem to lo- lose a bit of form from the year before. But mm. like, they're, they're not that far away if they could get everything, if everyone going well. Yeah, they lacked consistency last year. The year before, they were brilliantly consistent. Mm. You know... Um, and they have a lot of good forwards on the Southern Gales team. Funny enough, they they uh, Lacken seem to provide a lot of the backs in a few of those teams, and Garner provided a lot of the forwards. Right. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. Th- even this year's Southern Gales team, Tiernan Madden, Key and Madden, Ushin Pearson were the three forwards that were were being watched. Uh, young Donahue, um Oh, Gary's Ryan, first name. Ryan is. Ryan it? is it? Yeah. Again, in the forward line, another Gauna man. So, yeah, there's there's lots of potential in Gauna. You know, if you can, if Jerry can can manage the whole situation and get the best out of the players, they won't be far away from a senior championship. No, they won't be far away. No, they'll be in the I'd mix. I'd rate them like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then you go completely contradict yourself. Go on. I never do. You're still a bad humor about that. Go on ahead. I'll get you. Don't worry. Um, Bally Hayes. Declan Maguire, I don't know if we brought this as well, but Declan Maguire is in as, as manager for three years and um, he is Ali Faye in his coach. So that's a good team. Yeah, definitely is. Jesus, yeah. <coughs> Bally has a lot of good players coming on. Yeah. Um, I think they'll be they'll be back in senior before too long. And possibly Declan Maguire is the the man to bring them on. He's he's principal in Castle Tara 
so and has been for I don't know how many years, but definitely would the lads that are coming on, he'd have had a hand in in maybe coaching them at at schools level, so he'd know the personalities fairly well. I was speaking with a, a, a man from down in West Cavan, and he was saying the likes of Grodin McKiernan and Chris Corn and that Declan would have been principal in Swanland Bar at that stage uh, when they were, and, and he'd be a huge influence on their yeah. careers. So you know that's a. That's a, a real tip of the hat to him that, that players of that quality would would respect him and, and, and say he had an influence on them, you know. Mm. So I think it's a good appointment for, for Bally Hayes. I understand Red Hills, Brian Bates is staying on. Um what other ones did I hear? Uh Cavan Gales, you you broke it that was it Dom Corrigan was in the running for that, that. Yeah, that was the talk. It seems to have died down a bit now. A couple of Gales players are throwing cold water on it, but then he couldn't really trust any of them, to be honest. <laughs> I'm only joking. Um, but no, I, I hear a bit of cold water on that, though. That's not dumb. I wonder who is in the mix for it. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. The, the names that, that I was hearing coming out, then there was cold water thrown on them from other sources as well. So it's it's very hard to know. There's there's something going on there. But The Gales have had a lot of big name outside managers, like and managers from outside the county. I said Jason was the only one Am I right in saying that in the last good few years from inside the county? Like thinking back, they would have had Malachy O'Rourke and Mick O'Dowd. Anthony Ford. Anthony Ford, yeah, was yeah. over him. And Mickey Graham was over him too, in fairness. Graham, yeah. Um, but they yeah, would have had, right. they had Peter Canavan. Peter Canavan, Ronan Clark. They had Peter, the, Darren Chapman. Yeah. There was another guy from Monaghan, Gar Coyle. Gar Coyle, Kieran McCarville. Yeah. Did Jerry McCarville, yeah. outside. Yeah, they've had loads of outside managers from outside the county, so it'll be interesting to see the book the trend. Yeah, was it you or somebody else was suggesting it's time for Chesty to take the job? Yeah, <laughs> be the Gales manager. He's, it's. I say it's something point. he will do at some stage. Yeah, yeah, it's just getting that timing right. Um, yeah, look, let us know about other managerial appointments. I believe Ray Cole and Cole are, are and Co are staying on in in Rammer, so. Definitely, they made progress this year. Oh, made great progress this they, year. Yeah. They, yeah, they are staying on. Yeah. Um, the final thing then the under twenties um, championship. So we start off with Division Three this weekend's fixtures. There's two games in it. Saturday at eight p.m. on the three G pitch. It's then against Cuhullins. Um Looking at the table, then have lost three from three. Yeah, they're gone. And Cuhullins have two wins and a draw from theirs. So. Yeah, then, although, if, no, can then even top Templeport? No. So so no. they mightn't even play that game, would they? I think Templeport have them on the head-to-head anyway, mm-hmm. don't they? They do, yeah, that's right. Templeport beat beat them, yeah, that first day. A couple of, go- or a sending off, wasn't it? Um, yeah, so that mightn't, you'd imagine Cuhullins will win that either way, mm. either by default or, 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 or by scoring more. Um, and then on Sunday at, one o'clock in Balagna. It's Balagna against Bally Hayes. Uh, Balagna five points qualified. Bally Hayes have qualified as well um, on four points, but it's just for positioning at this point. Um, so I presume it's one v four and two v three in the semis, is it? Yeah, I understand. So unless there was quarterfinals, which there definitely isn't in this one. Um, so if if Balagna win it, Balagna would play Templeport and Cuhullins would play Bally Hayes. But if Bally Hayes beat Balagna. They play Templeport, um, and Cuhullins will play Balagna in the semi-final. So, still, th- that game will be interesting. Be it'll be, um, both teams will be going out for the win on it anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Who do you think? Um, Bally Hayes. I think Bally Hayes will beat yeah. them. Overturn them. Ballon, yeah. Yeah, Bally Hayes have, uh, they, they put in a bad performance. I can't remember which game it was, but have seemed to have torn it around since. Yeah, um, uh, a lot of young players doing well. Like Balnea are a bit inconsistent, but they have been formed too. Actually, and we're getting that call already. Yeah, I'm going to Balnea. You can't to take it back. <laughs> um, I'm stick with it. Yeah, no. Yeah, Brian O'Rourke was playing outfield and midfield for for the for the. Uh, yeah, well, he was very impressive in the in the minor, minor final. final. Yeah, he's uh, yeah. So that that that's uh, an interesting one, and then there's a lot of young players, you know, coming through from Brian's age group, um, that are that are. With that minor team that that stood out, Cormac, um, Cormac Smith, um, Scotchy, young Shane McCarron, and or not Shane, Colin, Shane's a bit over age. Um, a few, a few very good players there. So be interesting to watch Ross O'Gorman as well as another player I like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm going to go with Balanya to win that one though. I think. Okay. Division two Saturday at two o'clock in Beltor, but Aaron Gales against Lara. This is actually a really interesting one. Because Lara in fourth and Aaron Gales are in fifth. Um, Aaron Gales have only two games played though, so they must be they must have to double up on fixtures or something this weekend. Um, but yeah, this is a big one because it it guarantees semi final spot. Although I'm not sure in Division Two is there quarter finals. There's nine teams. I doubt it. Hopefully, yeah. I, I presume. I doubt that. it, or otherwise you'd be playing all those games to get rid of one team. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I haven't heard anything about quarterfinals, but I um Lara were very disappointed last weekend against Darren Creeve. Or maybe Darren Creeve were very good, but mm. they, they got a, a bit of a hockey in there. But um but I'm, I'm gonna stick with Lara. Okay. Okay. Aaron back. As long as as long as the boys are, are not drinking on, on tonight at the awards. <laughs> yeah. You might change it at the at the Brefney All Stars Awards tonight. Change your change your opinion on it. Um, yeah, I, I think home advantage. I'm, I'm going to give Aaron Gales the shout on this one. Um, they need it. As, well, I suppose Lara needed too. This is their last game, Lara. But ah, I'll give I'll give Aaron Gales the shout. Not knowing a huge amount of information on it, so very hard to to be accurate on it. Darren Creever taking on Castle Ran. That's in uh, Templeport at quarter past seven on Saturday. Darren Creeve a clean sweep so far. Three wins from three. Castle Rahan with one win from their three games. Yeah, it has to be Darren Creeve. They're mm-hmm. playing really well. That was a great win they had last weekend. Rory Corn with 2-7 or 2-8, I think. So, um, Darren right. Creeve for me. Yeah, 2-7 for me. Castle Rahan have been competitive in all their games. Um, Carl Cosgrove seems to be the main man for them. Yeah. And it'll actually be an interesting battle, maybe him and Kevin McGovern. It'll be worth going to see that because, mm. um, well, presuming they hold the positions that they've been playing to this point. But um, Darren O'Grieve have, have, like, when they played St. Joe's, they'd won their first game, they beat them convincingly. When they played Blackwater, they had two wins, I think, from two, they beat them. And they played Lara, who were unbeaten, and they beat them. So they've had a tough path and, and, and still won. Yeah, won all three games. Darren Creeve looked like they're a little bit out in front there in that division for me. I think that they'll they'll pick up the win against Castle Rahan. Um Then on Sunday at eight, sorry, next Wednesday then at eight o'clock on the three G pitch, it's St Joe's against Aaron Gales. So that's Aaron Gales' extra game that they've missed out on. It's hard to make a call on that unless we knew how the weekend went. Yeah, yeah. Well, St Joe's are. Um, St. Joe's only have one draw from the three games. Um, and if it does go to semi-finals, then they can't make it. 
whereas if it goes to the quarterfinals, they can. So, um, it, 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 yeah, very hard to call on, until we know exactly what happens at the weekend. Uh, we'll move on to Division 1 then very quickly. Only two games in this. St. Aidan's are taking on Crushlaw in Coothill Sunday at 2 o'clock. St. Aidan's, um, who have won one game and drawn two, so they're undefeated to four points, sitting in fourth position. Crushlaw have won two and lost one. They're on the same number of points. Um, so it kind of... I'm just looking down. Knockbride can can jump into this, into the top four. So there's seven teams in Division One. The top four currently are Rammer, Crushla, Cavan Gales, and Saint Aidan's. Um, Rammer and Cavan Gales have their four games played. Rammer have six points. Cavan Gales have four. Crushla have four points with three games played, and Saint Aidan's have four points with three games played. Southern Gales are out with four games played, three points. Knockbride have three games played, two points. Asan Gales have three games played, one point. So, Knockbride play Asan Gales this weekend. They win that, they go to four points and have the potential then on score difference to knock out either Cavan Gales or St. Aidan's or Crushala. So, it's a very interesting final weekend in Division 1. Yeah, I think St. Aidan's might... It's hard to call that... They've been trying, getting hard to get the noses in front. Just they, they should have won last again. They were denied at the very end. Um, I go across the law. I think there's a bit of improvement in them there. They might have a couple of lads, come, a lad or two coming back, which would make a difference. So crush the law for the away win there for me. Yeah, which would which would guarantee their their semi final position. Um, yeah, I think crush the law will probably just get enough done there although they're struggling with numbers they had exactly 15 players last weekend and no more had no subs so um, they need a few of those injuries to clear up and, and, and as they get back um, St Aidan's St Aidan's I, I, do you know what that amalgamation has worked well for the four mm. games you heard of you know players standing out Tiernan Riley Dermot Kearney obviously playing well um, young lad from from uh, young Keepock from from Dragoon playing well as well so you know good to see them playing Division 1 because none of those lads would have played Division 1 really bar and Shane Sexton obviously maybe could hill but good I think it it worked well at St. Aidan's yeah they're not done yet yeah yeah I think that Crush Law will beat them but um, it'll it'll be close and Knockbride against Asan Asan Gales with nothing to play for you, you just wonder maybe it, it mightn't it mightn't go ahead which then what happens if there's if if it's conceded? It'd be a problem. Hopefully, Assam play it. I'm sure they will. Hopefully, they do because it, it 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 would it would skew. It means score difference becomes irrelevant mm. if uh, and and you, and you're going back to a head to head of sorts. So, um, and with all of Saint Aidan's draws, <laughs> the head to head mightn't work out that clear either. So, uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes. I, I'd, I'd imagine if they do play it though, Knockbride will beat Assam. You'll yeah. be you'd be going for that one. Um, you fancy that, right? Yeah, so that's the the three McAvoy Super Value Under Twenty Championships um, coming down to the to the final games in it. So we'll uh, we'll bring you all the results next weekend on the podcast. Just to remind you to head on over to patreon.com forward slash We Are Cavan for our Blast from the Past podcast, where we look back on Cavan Under Twenty Ones winning the Ulster. Uh, championship in 2011 with audio from after the game and, and discussing uh, that wonderful occasion in Brewster Park thanks a million for listening to the McAvoy Super Value GA podcast don't forget to stay with us on social media yes it was great yes it was great yes it was great stuff
And Larry has put it over the bar. It was hard, fast football after that. You're in Carvinaza, yeah! Was there a feeling that that might have been a chance for Kevin to get come back into the big time? And then McCabe, and it's over the lap, and Kevin are not buried yet. Have them doing all they could to hold their lead. To Derek McDonald, what a goal! Oh, yes! And over the bar, Vincent Cahill, what a day he is having! Oh, this is brilliant by Kevin! Dandy-legged farmers walking the roads near Virginia. Hurrah, yeah, hurrah! 